Gregory Jones. It's, uh, it's not a bad day today. No. Oregon uh, has power name. again, so that's Oregon good. Oregon has power again. This has been crazy. Oh, it man. Has been crazy. Can I just tell you, last Thursday night, my uh, a huge section of our roof blew off. Oh, no, no, no hold on. The it. whole roof? Like, no, no, no. rafters and everything pick like, up. Did and you see shoot. that movie Twister? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that Is that it. what you're talking about? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, it was the yeah. shingles, which they just so started you were, flying. You were it was exaggerating a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, okay. right. yeah. So a section of the roofing material there you go. Is, yeah. it blew off, like blew off the house. I thought it was supposed to protect us. There was yeah. no protection going uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, about a 10-foot section of, of our fence just blew down. Did you lose a tree or the no, fence no, just no. fell? the fence just blew down. Wow. It sort of imploded. What about you guys, Mary? Do you have any problems? We, we just lost power and had lost power yeah. for four days. We had like a 100-foot tree fall. Yeah. Wow. 100-foot tree. You had really? a 100-foot tree fall? Yep. Took out part of the fence. Was, was that the one on the news and it showed it slicing through the house or that was another? No, no, no. Because no, oh. that was the in house. the Hillsboro area too. Uh, yeah, it was. Happened? I had one that went, uh, my neighbors, uh, our joint tree there fell and, and went through our fence. And then a neighbor behind us, behind the greenway, they lost a huge tree as well. And it, it hit part of their house. And, and took out a corner and all kinds of stuff. Very wild. It was crazy. That's insane. It was crazy. And now they're talking freezing rain tonight or something. I know. I know. Great. You That's know, just but, wonderful. Honestly, Oregon is great because we have the seasons. And a lot of places don't have that. So we have a true winter. And then we have a true spring and a true summer. And yeah, it's kind of cool. Although I will admit, come about the middle of January, this is going to start getting pretty old, and I'm going to be wanting summer. And again, it doesn't snow. I mean, it doesn't we snow. Don't you don't really have a true winter until it snows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, freezing rain around here and stuff. But. Oh God, that's a mess. When the city shuts down because of six inches of ice. Yeah. Yes. It's cool though, dude. You stay well, and coming home. and coming from the Midwest though, where nothing shuts down, whether yeah. it's snow or ice, you get to work. I don't care how much you oh. put your life in danger, you get there. <laughs> And when we were out here that first year when that was that major snowstorm, like mm-hmm. 2004, mm-hmm. and everything shut down, and I'm like, what? I mean, Nike's oh, shutting yeah. down. I mean, all these companies were oh, shutting it's down. It's not even a snowstorm. It's it's flurries dusting across a parking <laughs> now, lot. No, no, It's no. like, oh, my God, I'm getting that, scared. i got to go home. we got to close the office. <laughs> now, Pete, that, it was way worse than Tell that. Me that no, I'm saying this is, oh. this is the, this is the culture. Like, is. I got here, and there, it's like, I remember, I got here, and I started working uh, at a small firm in, in Tigard, and we could look down over Washington Square, and you would see the dusting of snow on the parking lot, and the office would be closed. If you want to go home okay, for hold fear on, of your life, hold on. you time, can. Time, 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 time. I'm going to stand up for a few of the people who, who were born and raised here. Kansas is a little different. I mean, it's flat, right? And there ain't nothing. Here, we have hills, we have twists, we have turns. We don't have the greatest highway and freeway system and so it's a little different when you're driving straight for 200 miles to get anywhere versus here where you might go up 500 feet to get somewhere well no I mean, we don't have admit. that kind of elevation but we yeah. do have hills but the difference oh, yeah, is, is hill, we, you have, we have the equipment to that, handle it that's, that's the, the problem issue. with Oregon. you're saying i don't have the equipment <laughs> yes oh, if you want to yeah. go there always goes there no, don't shake your you don't. <laughs> let's move on. The weather's boring. <laughs> all right, let's talk about headlines. Hey, first of all, before we do that, we have a guest. We do. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. We are very excited to have a special guest with us. He actually joined us on our previous podcast, so we're very happy to have him back. His name is Mike Mostafavi. He is a Iranian American. He actually uh, born and raised in Iran and came over here. Uh, what, 1978. 78. Okay. And um, he actually uh, works 
at the University of Phoenix. He is the chair for the graduate business program as well as the IT program. And um, he um, also has a television show that's here down on cable access. Um, and I'm going to say it in Persian first. I'm going to give it a shot. Sure. Okay. Uh, it's Iranaman. Yes. All right. Which Very actually, good. how was that's, that? That's my, great. My first word. Uh, he's taught me a few cuss words, but we won't talk about that. But anyway, um, but the show in English, obviously, is My Iran. And um, he hosts this weekly on Saturdays, and so Mike is very well known, actually, within the Iranian community, and um, it has his talents, obviously, in uh, education and IT, but graphic design, web page design. So you're on the radio too, right? Radio, yeah, radio too. Yeah. Yes, I um, host the news for Iranian show on uh, KBOO. Actually, do you do Sunday. that once a week, or what do you do? Once a week. Once a week. So once what a week. days is that on? Uh, Sundays. 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 Right. Yeah. Well, there was a University of Phoenix graduation one Sunday, right. and we're all sitting in the faculty room waiting yeah. for graduation to start, and Mike's over in the corner on his cell phone huh. doing the news. Oh, oh very cool. The news <laughs> on your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> the future is now, my right? <laughs> So a man of a lot of talent. He I'm is a lot you. of well, talent, and another thing that's interesting about him is that he also does another uh, side job, is he edits music videos that come up out of L.A. So he edits them and then sends who do you, them back who, down. Who have you been editing lately? Um, there is one show that I've been working on for the last three months, actually. It's a, um, basically uh, a new singer, Iranian singer. So... Uh, one of these days, I'll bring one of them and show you, so Definitely. so you know exactly what is involved. Yeah, cool. So, yeah. Very cool. Okay. All right. We'll talk so, more about this. Sure. In a All right. So questions. he's here. Obviously, we're going to talk to him a little bit later yeah. about kind of Iran Find out and what's going on there. Sure. Give us the inside scoop. Well, and it's, it's a good time too because I mean, what you, what we didn't say is that all the shows, the the old podcast shows we did. Strange as it may of, seem, coming out of Tuesday noon. Coming out of Tuesday noon. Right. Strange as it may seem. The show we did with Mike was the most downloaded show of all of them. Oh, thank you. Yeah, don't thank me, man. I only listened uh, once. Actually, that, it, it, was, it was really popular in uh, Israel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. not, not so much in Iran. But, that's but, that's yeah, really real funny popular. in a bar in Oregon. Right. <laughs> so, all right. So now we're on the headlines. Yes. Jamie, what do you got? I have... Uh, one that just came out the other day, and this is, and I gotta tell you, Marion Barry, that guy, <laughs> the, the, the ex mayor of DC, although he's been mayor there a couple times, right? I think so, and yeah. And he's been busted yeah. for, a legacy. For, for crack and, and, and what, hookers and strippers and all, and he has this great tendency to blame everybody else for all his problems. Uh, Marion Barry was arrested, uh, claims he was targeted this time, so Marion Barry was, was arrested, uh, after a holiday party around 4.30 p.m. Uh, for driving too slowly. Looks like that he was drinking, and his registration, oh, his license was suspended. But, of course, that wasn't his fault that his license was suspended. No, it was some kind of clerical error down at the DMV. So, uh, you know, <laughs> vote for Marion Barry. It's um, that bartender's um, fault that he drank all that alcohol. Man, and i got to tell you, in all honesty, him off sooner, that's this right. is what's wrong with America today. This Why? is ex because we blame everybody else for all our problems. It, it's the DMV's fault that I have a suspended license and I've been drinking. And, mm -hmm. and if the bartender had cut me off and if the DMV hadn't screwed this up, it's not that I waited till the last minute. It's not that I drank a whole bunch and jumped in my car. It's everybody. This is what's wrong with America right here. 
I can't, def- okay. I can't, I have no counterpoint to that because it's Marion frickin' Barrett. I mean, the guy's an idiot. <laughs> Twice voted in. What does that tell you about Washington, D.C.? Well, it tells me a lot. <laughs> Told me a lot the first time and the time before that. Yeah. Uh, there we yeah, go. Whatever. All right. What do you got? Oh, well, this is uh, spreading a, ho- a little bit of holiday cheer from the United Kingdom. Santa Claus does not exist. School tells stunned kids. That's right. A primary school has been accused of spoiling Christmas primary for pupils. How old's primary? Primary is nine years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Primary school. school. Hey kids, newsflash. That's exactly what happened. So here's here's the, the what what actually happened. I think this is fascinating. Um, blunder came after year five pupils were given seasonal worksheets containing various festive classroom exercises. The first one is uh, informs children that, quote, many small children believe in Father Christmas, and then goes on to explain that thousands of letters sent by these children to Santa every year are actually answered by the post office. The, the, the final one was uh, youngsters are then asked to pretend to write a pretend letter from the post office answering all of those jilted kids who thought they were actually writing to Santa Claus. Turns out it was this, this whole thing was uh, done by a... Uh, an internet company that uh, created by an educational charity, the Hamilton Trust, uh, and the the uh, owner of the Ham- or manager of the Hamilton Trust says, "I feel sorry for the teacher concerned, but we produce the worksheets, and it's up to teachers to how they use them in class. We think that uh, this is it. We think that at the age of age of ten seems unlikely that a child wouldn't be aware of Santa's imaginary nature, and we also take issue with the tooth fairy." <laughs> Okay, oh I, I'm going to put my education hat on. I would never give an assignment like that that somehow invalidates the spirit of Christmas. I mean, w- even adults, would, would you say, hey, no, right? It's like going to class and having to write, a, write Santa's eulogy. Yeah. Why yeah. would you make somebody do that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so the Easter Bunny was caught by this guy in Arkansas. Let's, uh, let's, let's write his tombstone. I mean... I agree. It's just it's a horrible assignment. At but it's age. another example of What's it's wrong not with a, us? it's not Americans. It's over in the UK, but putting blame on somebody else. It's the uh, teacher's fault. Uh, she didn't. Pay no, attention. that's not. What the, is the uh, what is what is Santa in Iran? Baba Noel. Baba Noel. Yes. Baba Noel. Okay. Baba and Noel. What is the is the legend similar? I mean, no, actually, it's the same one that is very popular in Iran. It's not. It's not an Iranian Santa Claus. It's Santa Claus that is called Baba Noel. Yeah. They're the same one. Okay. They, uh, Does the so same thing, the flies same around thing. the world, goes Everything. down the so chimney. This, of course, right. But you, see, you see all of those pictures and images and cartoons about yeah. you know, Santa Claus. You mean Santa's not a Christian thing? It is, but uh, you know we have Christians in does Iran he have to as wear, well. But does he have to wear something? <laughs> Christians too. They just don't get along very well. <laughs> Well, oh, okay. one lives in the desert, the other lives in the South Pole. <laughs> very different presence. Very go. different presence. All right. Moving on. Here's, here's uh, something to spark some holiday cheer. The CEO of Goldman Sachs got his bonus for the year. $53.4 million. Oh, my God. In a bonus. Wow. How am I supposed to feel cheery about that? <laughs> That's what I want to know. It makes you want to drink more. Yes, it does. Now, here's what I want to know. Do you think... That he is so smart and so this and that that he's worth that kind of money. I mean, really, is he smarter than the four people at this table? Is anybody worth that kind of money? Money. I mean, that's a great question. Well, I, I think he's he's entitled to earn whatever he can earn. I, I believe in a no, capitalist that's society. True, but as long as you so ask the good question. for him. But really, is he is he fifty four 
what is it, 54 million? 54 point. Is he? Wait, sorry, let's get that right. 53.4. Okay, is he 53.4 million dollars smarter than the four of us here whose bonuses, um, well, let's just say we're, we're still waiting on those. So, I mean, is he 53.4 million dollars smarter than we are? Well, I think what, what is the, I mean, what is he being paid for? He's being paid for Wait. stature and risk that he has taken personally, or, I mean, how, I are, we, how are we measuring well, it, what it, value it, is? Well, it's, I think it's been, well, I don't know, but at least according to this article, they're talking all about profit. So this was, you know, the highest yearly profit in the history of this organization. So, and well, so go, he should take a share in it. Go Republicans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, on this, I'm a Republican, too. If I had an opportunity to make $50 million and change, why not? I would but see, it. this is where it really irritates me because, you know, we pay, you know, we pay somebody this for, you know... Running a company, and of course, you know, people's you, investments are, there's something that they're doing there, they're securing investments, Saturday. helping other people get get rich, you know, looking up the wealth of their employees, those kinds of things. But then yet in this country, we sit and scream and yell about the, you know, principal who makes $90,000 a year, but who's responsible for not only the physical well-being, but the mental and yeah. and, and, and yeah. spiritual well-being, of really, children. Of, of children. Yeah. I mean, talk about pressure. Yeah. Talk about responsibility. Of, and we of the next and, 50 millionaires. Right. right. And we scream and yell about that, and then we sit and say, well, it's a capitalist society. 53.4 million. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so contradictory, it just frustrates So me. what do you have to say about that, Jamie? Uh, I... <laughs> I actually was smirking it at Mary's voice inflection. I thought it was hilarious. I, I, I agree 100%. I think we underpay certain people in the, in the world today. And, I mean, get police, fire, teachers, all those exactly. sorts of things. It comes down to a tax issue and, and the feeling that we're overtaxed and, and we don't want to, you know, we think people are spending our money frivolously and stuff. And, and I'm happy the guy can make 50 trillion bucks. Is he really worth it? No, he's not really worth it. I don't know him. I mean, maybe he's a really nice guy. I, Oh, okay. Just, Are any of your close friends worth $53 million in a bonus? Of your close friends? <laughs> am I? <laughs> Are you? Yes, Pete, you are worth $53.4 million. Then we can still be close friends. All right, good. All right, next headline. Angelina Jolie. This is my favorite one of the week, by I the like way. I like her. This one, it, I like her, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one's Angelina, you can write me right here. That's jamie at beer30life.com. I'll meet you anywhere, anytime. <laughs> Please. Anyways, um... Angelina Jolie, I feed my son on insects. <laughs> Angelina, <laughs> 31, and partner Brad Pitt have a five-year-old uh, a kid, I guess they call him Mad, and they fed him a plate of crickets. Wait, wait they call him what? Mad. M-A-D. Mad. for Maddox. Oh, it's oh. Maddox? Oh, Mad. Fed him a plate of crickets, a delicacy in the tot's native Cambodia. And, and Angelina goes on that she wants to learn how to cook uh, cockroaches and bee larvae. And Angelina, if you're listening, I will come over and eat the cockroaches if you love me anytime. Which because, already, let's which tell we it know straight. You, we know you do that, right? I, and I, where is the video? Okay, so you did a video. I did a video, which we need to get yourself eating a live cockroach. We need to get that online. Yes, we do. Yes, live squirming. Uh, uh, that was... And it wasn't that bad, right? You'd do it, it again. It, I would do it again. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't my favorite thing I've ever had. I, yeah, I actually told Mike I would do it for uh, for his show. Yeah, really? Uh, yes. You know, yeah. we can make. Why it. would you want to invite that on your show? I mean, you run a show with class. Yeah. We, we want to show weird people. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he's got this segment of weird Americans. That, that's, that's right. right. Oh, and right. it'll all be Good. done right. in well, a language you don't understand. Yeah, that's exactly. So they're making fun of me, but I don't really know. No, he'll just smile and <laughs> nod right. at you. Why do I think they're all talking at me and laughing about me? Yeah. There's Jamie's uh, internal monologue. They love me. They really <laughs> love me. Here, I'll eat another one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, the, we will get the live cockroach picture uh, on the website. But, yeah, so, Angelina, I'm, I'm all with you anytime. Move over, Brad. Here comes Jamie. That's right. <laughs> okay, uh, let, I've got one. I, I had one you have, no, just about, as an aside. What? 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 What do you want to go, say? No, no go. go ahead. What about the what? So I had to, I'm going to throw in uh, two here. One of them is just a congratulations to uh, Georgia for coming out of the dark. They have... They have gotten rid of the textbook disclaimer stickers declaring that evolution is controversial scientific theory on all of their high school science textbooks. So, you're here, uh, here for Georgia. You're here, Georgia. Um, moving up. The, the big one uh, today, though, is, that I got from Wired, uh, Wired News is an expose on fantasy love hotels in Japan. Let me tell you, the uh, Japanese know how to do it right. Huh? Okay. That's what I've heard. So, themed rooms. You go into Ooh. these themed rooms, and uh, you, you rent the themed rooms. Just like, you know, Motel 6 will leave the okay. light on for you, except for you walk into this one, and it's decorated like Spider-Man's lair. So, there's a great big Ooh. kind of bed in the middle, and there are chains all over the ceiling, yeah. like a trust in there, so you can swing all over the room, okay? Or how about... Uh, Mary's how about one? Get the decided disclaimer like any injuries, yeah, the hotel's that's right. not responsible. You know, and there's one that's that's decorated like a like a boiler room at the in the basement of an old building, Ooh. right? There's an old furnace. Oh, somebody's got a fancy uh, bed. There's a, there's one that looks like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> oh, baby, you haven't been producing enough for me. Uh, we know you can one. do better than that. Come over to Daddy. Oh my God, there were so there were so many of them. Oh oh, the alien invasion uh, uh, themed room. So you know, oh, I mean, you've yeah, got all these stories of people thing. being abducted yeah. and what they do to you when you've been abducted on the spaceship. There is a, a love motel in Japan that caters to people who think they've been abducted and would like to recreate all right, that. With I, their I have an ones. idea for the show. We're going to do a road trip to Japan oh, to check out these rooms. Right, okay. I'm here to tell you. I'd like to know that the occupancy awesome. rates. Yeah. Uh, you know, judging by the article, very high. They are uh, quite. As a matter of fact, there was a section on it about the waiting rooms in these hotels because wow. these new ones. The new one that this. Uh, and let me pimp the author. Do they have here. any other? It's a, an American. I can think of some rooms. American photographer Misty Kiesler, uh, K E A S L E R, and she wrote the book uh, Love Hotels, and uh, she talks about this change in in attitudes in Japanese sort of culture. Because now they don't. They they have waiting rooms. There used to be no waiting rooms. There'd be like a sign if there was a vacancy. You'd, go straight in and you wouldn't want to be seen but now there's like this waiting room where people have kind of flaunt their experience there and uh interesting go well, but, and there was a wasn't there like, oh, stat, stats that came out today of a guy that's been doing a study that found that 95 yeah. percent of americans have pre uh marital sex yeah i think that was interesting because they said that it went back to he studied uh, the data back pre-1940 exactly so we're so, not so chaste after all yeah we just well, don't like to talk about it we just like to pretend we're, you know, disintegrating. Right. I'm going to buy this book for everyone on my My mom's listening, so I'm not going to comment. Okay. <laughs> by now, your mom's not listening. <laughs> then by now, we're, we're, we're moving on. I love you, Mom. We're moving on. <laughs> no, I didn't sneak out of the house. No. <laughs> oh, geez. She knows your secrets by now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
right. Well, shall we move on to our guests or any Let more burning headlines? No, Although, I no, I, no, you need to talk what? about the one up there in Washington. Oh, Snohomish. Yes, that was a good one. You know, I feel this one is it's one. hard to laugh at and yet at the same time so easy. Headline is, boy hurt by cannon blast feels twice wounded. This is from the Seattle PI. Uh, Seattle or, or Snohomish High School. Uh, this poor guy, Brett Karch, he's a ROTC fellow, and he, um, he was part of the, the uh, troop that stands behind the Snohomish High School cannon. And there is a cannon there. I've been there. I mean, I, you, I know. Yeah. You actually have some history there. I Would do. you like to come yes. clean? Well, I mean, I, I lived in that area when I was a boy, and, and, and it's true. There's a cannon, and when you have football games, you shoot off the cannon, and it's a, it's a very big event. Snohomish is a, is a nice area in, Seattle, right. in the Washington area. Well, so it turns out this whole cannon thing, football game comes along, cannon goes off, at the beginning of every game and every time the teams, their team scores a touchdown. It's been going on for 30 years. Well, the old they shoot, cannon... used to shoot midgets out of it, but they canceled that. <laughs> yes, well, the old yeah. cannon actually was, was, uh, uh, was retired, and get this, students built the new cannon hmm. some seven years ago or something in a metal shop class. Nothing There's ever goes well when students build exactly. a cannon. <laughs> when they build anything, probably. Okay. So this oh, guy, got, he like was on Rotsi, he, was the, he cool. was the he was the guy who launched, he was the trigger man, right? So he's the guy who pushed the button to launch the cannon at the beginning the of the game. Like he lit the fuse, yeah. right. So, right? so there he is standing there, he lights the fuse, three seconds, two, one, cannon explodes. Yeah, right? he probably packed it too tight or something. Well, he right. blows his leg to bits. Okay? Oh my God. Yes, blows it to bits. Uh, it, they said that he, there was threat that he had to, would have to have his leg amputated. He's going wow. through a great degree of fear. And this is the small town, let's rally the troops, get behind our injured youth. Yeah. Their response is to call him with death threats. Parents what? and students what? calling him with death threats saying, if this gets out, we're going to break your other leg. Because they don't want their tradition blown to pieces. They want to be able to fire their cannon. And they think if this guy yaps his mouth... They're going to, so it, it turns out. And you found this where? The guy on the yet? Seattle PI, the, the oh, post man. intelligence. Like, like they, okay, I'm sorry, guys. Your, ca- your, your cause is, is lost. Yes. And I'm sorry about your cannon, but you know. I think it's quite fascinating that this is the first time in 30 years and probably how many times has that cannon been fired? I, the cannon's and cool, I'm all but, about but tradition. Maybe students shouldn't build the cannon, and maybe students shouldn't fire the cannon, and maybe that's kind of a recipe for disaster. Maybe or maybe that or explosive maybe expert. Life just happens, and what we don't need are fifty thousand regulations to make sure that you know nothing ever happens with well, the cannon knee again. Jerk, well, knee jerk reaction, exactly. America. That's what we're going to do. the beautiful thing about this whole story is that the mother of this poor guy has never said anything about filing a suit. She just wants the community to rally about her son. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Marion Barry would be, you know, he'd be filing suit for everybody. He said it was everybody else's fault. Suit everybody and their yeah, brother. It doesn't matter that I was drunk and I put a bunch of beer cans in there. Send Marion Barry to, to, to Snohomish and see just kind of what Run for mayor and see what happens. Right. <laughs> so that's all I got. All righty. All, all right. right. Let's bring you in our guest. We this will. Mike Mustafavi. So, there's been lots of, lots of talk in the news, obviously, with the conflict in the Middle East and Iran. All right, what's going on? To be- oh, hold on. Just get right to it. What's going on with this guy? He is crazy. This whole no Holocaust thing, the Jews didn't die. Did you this know guy that is Duke a Cunningham was there, job. too? But, yeah. but yeah. see, 
he has your David attention. Duke was there? <laughs> David Duke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Duke and Robert. Who happens, Sorry, to, be, Duke. happens so, to be the expert on the Holocaust. It's all a publicity yeah. stunt. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's he denied the Holocaust for right. years, too. It's like... Okay. It, 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 it's like inviting, you know, Marion Barry to a white supremacist rally and having him say that he's an expert. You know, I mean, come on. Why do you think that he's doing that? I mean, I think he's doing it to get people riled up. To pay attention to him. Because pay attention. Number one. Number two, he really wants to show that uh, he's against Israel, which majority of people, I mean, the nations in the Middle East are. Okay? Right. And then he wants to become a leader of Middle East, right? Um, with the conflict with the United States, conflict with Israel, right? And uh, the military buildup. I mean, if you look at uh, Iran's uh, military these days, they are buying a lot of, you know, defense systems from, you know, Russia, and they are doing a lot of the stuff to, uh, to secure the country. Okay, if there is not any conflict, how they want to... Uh, basically convince the nation to go for all of these expenses. Uh, go back to the United States. If there wasn't any September uh, 11, right? right? How could you convince people that, yeah, we, we're going to go to Iraq, right? We're going to, because Iraq was involved in uh, uh, basically September 11, and because they are, they are seeking uh, you know, nuclear weapon, and if they do, they're going to attack us, okay? Right. Mushroom clouds. Mushroom, exactly. So, so what he's doing, he's creating that conflict, right? Number one, to make himself popular because he's standing right in front of Israel and the United States. And in addition to that, uh, he is convincing the nation that they, they need military. They need all of this stuff. And in the future, if they want to go for, uh, for uh, a nuclear weapon, Iranians are going to uh, agree with that because they said that, yeah, we, we are threatened by okay. the United States. You know? So is it is it working? I mean, last time you were on, we, we, I remember we had sort of an awakening that, that uh, uh, you know, most Iranian people don't hate us. The no way. way. Everybody wants uh, yeah, us to that, think that, that we're hated yeah, and they, yeah, it's uh, Iranians, uh, as I said last time, they love it, Americans. And uh, they love their product. They, you know, love their culture, music, of course, you know, and uh, the government of Ahmadinejad is under a lot of pressure to basically pave the, the relationship, right, with the United States, and they really want a new relationship with, uh, with America. However, because the uh, uh, Ahmadinejad uh, government is uh, actually, it's like uh, George Bush government, I mean, <laughs> they are really uh, hardliners, they, they are into religion, um, they are taking advantage of the situation and uh, they are enjoying this country. And they're doing what they want, they're doing what they want to do despite what their people want them to do. Exactly. exactly. I mean, that George Bush is no different than he is. In order to stay in power and right. justify exactly. their exactly. programs exactly. and all those exactly. sorts of things. Exactly. Yeah. And in addition to that, when you hear that they are talking, they are not talking about nuclear Weapons at all. You never hear that from Iranian government. That oh, that would that would well, right. nuclear power. Yeah, nuclear power. Right. Mm -hmm. They say that, but they are enjoying the rumors, right, around nuclear weapon that is basically you know is brought up by Americans and Western you know countries. 
um, they, they always deny that, but because, because of this animosity, right? A lot of people believe that Iran is after a nuclear weapon. And they don't mind because if you are and if, if you can prove that you can enrich uranium, right? If you can do all of these things, then that puts you in a better position for negotiation with the West. And that's what they are doing. Exactly. Well, so you don't, you, I mean, you, uh, do you think that Iran is, is moving down the road of, of nuclear weapons, of weaponized Eventually, eventually yes. Eventually, I think all Middle Eastern countries are yeah. going to do that. And, um, you know, if you look at... It gives them power uh, when they come to the table. Right, because if you look at uh, India, right? India has nuclear bomb. Right, and they the, won't sign the non-proliferation. Right. I can't say that word, but uh, right, they are not non-proliferation. <laughs> right, right, they are not signing that for, for that, but they are not a, they are not considered a hostile country, right? Right. So it's a neighbor of Iran, right? They are giving a lot of actually advantages, right, to that country. There was actually a, a contract signed between the United States and India, mm -hmm. right, to help them. Uh, to build their nuclear, you know, energy. Um, and Iran is another country, right, <laughs> next to Pakistan. Pakistan, right. by the way, who has, has, has that. Right. And they are saying that, oh, wait a minute, you know, why shouldn't we have that? We're sandwiched between all these countries exactly. that have it. Right. The United States said we were the axis of evil right. and essentially implied that if you're not with us, you're against us, and therefore we invade. Well, I don't think we implied that. I think that's exactly think that's what, what we said. said. Okay, if you're all not right. with us, you're against us. So right. do we blame now, I mean, in some ways, for Iran to say, now, wait a second. We're getting surrounded by all these countries that have them. You're now throwing us into the mix as being evil and all of, no wonder they're now ready to, to fight for that. All right, so what, what should we do? Well, we need, we need to go into diplomatic talks with them. Uh, uh, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, what do diplomatic see, talks see, with me? Um, yeah, I, if you remember the, the committee that uh, was investigating the Iraq's you know, failure mm -hmm. you know, a few weeks ago. One Iraq of the study group? Uh, Iraq, Iraq study group, right. One of the recommendations was to negotiate, right, with Iran and yeah. Syria. En engage your neighbors. Engage, right. Yeah. And that was immediately rejected. Right? Exactly. Why? Because the egomaniac well, won't not, do that. Not only did we reject it, but now we decided we're going to build up our military even more. Right, we're going to more people, more, more the people over there, right? Yeah. And, but yeah, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I'm thinking I don't know where. That's this. like throwing gas on the yeah, fire, right? Exactly. Not so sand. we did this big. <laughs> hold on, we, so we did this big study group, and they said, "Here's what you ought to do." We have all these people all over the world saying, "You know, it's getting out of control. You might want to think about doing something different." What do we do? We well, guys are all wrong. Let's send more people there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But George Bush, the military. But that's strategist. the whole point. I mean, we've been wrong. The people have been wrong from day one. You know. Yeah. That's the point. I mean, I mean, sometimes leadership is going against the grain, and, and I understand that. But there also is a, a point of being foolhardy and, and stubborn. Mm -hmm. We right. seem to have okay. reached that point a long time ago. Yeah. But, but see, at, at this point, Iran, Syria, and uh, Jordan, um, they are really enjoying uh, this anarchy in Iraq. They are, you know, financially... Well, taking advantage of They are it, taking right? advantage of the situation. They well, are, so Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, exactly. And so what Iran is doing, because... And they're nuclear than, power too, right? Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia, because they, they, they don't want I Iran to have any probably. control in Iraq. Why? Because, because Iran is uh, Shiite, 
right? Okay. And 65% of population in Iraq, they are Shiites as well. Okay. So if Iran, right, is over, uh, Iraq is overpowered by Iran, right, that's another threat to Saudi, to Arabia. To Saudi Arabia, right? And in it, fact, right, on, on the 7th of December, out on the AP wire is, is basically, you know, a report about how the Saudis are funding the Sunnis exactly. in Iraq. So are, are, are oh, the wow. Saudis okay. uh, predominantly Sunnis then? I mean, Sunnis. because oh, so yeah. when we're All talking about this, it, it, there's an ethnic, and I don't think we in America fully we're in a, understand We're in a proxy war between right. so, the Sunnis and the Shiites. Okay, so well, let's make sure we, so you've Kurdish, got... Kurdish, Shiite, and Sunnis, right? And the Kurdish are all kind of by themselves. They just and want that's... their land. Well, Kurdish, the, the, the funny thing is Kurdish are Sunnis as well, right? But they are not called Sunnis. They are called Kurds. They are called Kurds. Because, because religion it doesn't have a priority, you know, for them at this point. What okay. they want is basically the ethnic, exactly, the, the ethnic, uh, you know, uh, basically background that they have. They, they want an autonomy. Is that what they call it? Uh, autonomy. Right? Yep, they, they really want to have, become actually independent, right? To be separated, you know, from, uh, from the but, rest but of the But as people. a nation state, not as an ethnic. Exactly, exactly. Right. So, so you have the Shiites, Shiites, Shiites. Um, who are being supported by Iran. Yes. The Sunnis who are being supported by, by Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, right. right okay. Exactly. And it was the minority Sunnis that were running under Saddam Hussein. Exactly. For the country exactly. itself, exactly. right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And now that the control is uh, in the hand of uh, Shiites because uh, the majority, government right. majority and the government, the new government, the majority Shiite. of them are Shiites, right? Why don't we break up the country into three? Uh, that is what we need to do. I mean, is, that, is that possible? Uh, no, it's not. Okay. Because because then the fight is going to be over resources. Right? Where's Who's the oil? Right? Right? Where's the oil? You know, That's all of this the is issue. stuff. Right? Where's the oil? Um, yeah. Well, Iran is going to have control in that area, no doubt, because they are helping. They are sending a lot of humanitarian help, right? Every day, right? You see trucks actually going to to Iraq. They are building relationship, right, with people. Uh, what they see from Iran is humanitarian, you know, all of this mosque, all of this, you know, thing. What they see from us, Americans, it's right? military. The military, okay. Right. So th they have close relationship with them. But Iran at this time is enjoying the situation. If it gets worse, then they don't like it because then they, they won't have any control, right, if it, in Iraq. So they are really playing the game. They want to make sure that the United States doesn't come out with victory, right? Right. From uh, from Iraq, and I think so far uh, they've been successful. You know. So the instability is good for them well, in course. terms of maintaining of power. Yeah, because your attention, sense. right, goes to the the area that has more crisis, right? Iraq has more crisis. Iran becomes secondary, right? So what they are doing, they, they do whatever they want using the situation in, in Iraq. And uh, um, so I think that's something that we, we will see in the, in the next two years. It's not going to change. So your prediction for 2007 is just more instability? Oh, yes. It's, it's going to be like Instable, that. but by 2010, Iran is poised as a, as a major leader in the... Uh, well, of in course, of course. What I think is also an uh, interesting stat is NBC, this came out June 2005, um, reported that basically 
50, about approximately 55% of the insurgents in Iraq were Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so this whole idea, right, that it's that it's that it's Al Qaeda, is completely false. It's either you know Saudi Arabians coming in because they're so angry over what's happening and, and trying to help the Sunnis, or it is pretty much lower class Iraqis standing up and finally fighting back because all of really the educated and wealthy Iraqis are long gone. I mean, they left that country right after this whole thing started. So what you have left is the folks that economically are suffering and after you see so much death, who isn't going to start picking up the gun and join the forces? I mean, at least in my, if that was happening in our country, we would all be doing that. Well, nobody asked what happened to close to uh, 500,000 uh, military staff that Saddam Hussein had right, exactly. before, this, before this war. Exactly. What happened to them? Okay, They didn't die. Okay, What they did, they, they changed right uh, from uh, military to civilians. Right? They picked up arms and tore off exactly, their badges. Exactly. exactly. So, so what, what they do, if you really look at these attacks, right? all of this insurgency that you see there, there are a lot of technical expertise there, right? That technical expertise is coming from, you know, former military, you know, people. So they are helping them, and uh, because they see that there is no room for for them in this new government, there is no way that the Sunnis, the Sunnis, yeah. right? Um, those five hundred thousand military people were those predominantly Sunnis. All of them. Okay. So then, so the, you have an ethnic group that is really well armed, right? Versus the other one, exactly. And, and so Iran comes in and says, "Well, here we're going to help out the other one, sure, and sure. kind and of foster this." The, the idea was to build Iraqis, right, military forces uh, in Iraq, so they could defend their own right, country. Right. Well, that is for sure is failing because now you see that that, that has been divided by ethnic, you know, ideas yeah. as well. So Shiites are supporting. Shias, right? Sunnis are supporting Sunnis. So, military is divided. But Even the one that uh, they just, you know, put together. I mean, so. have, can't they be, get, be getting tired of all this ethnic fighting back and forth? I mean, what happened to Rodney King? Can't we all just get along? I mean, why, why do you have oh, to... I think that's a false question for this kind of fight, though, isn't it? Well, I mean, I want to know. Thousands of years thousands and thousands of years of animosity. I mean, this goes back to a religious issue. Is of that course. correct? Of course. Right. I mean, 2,500, 3,000 years ago, yes, probably. that's true. Right. Um, so this is not... Well, I think what Saddam did, the only control that he had was keeping these people right quiet. Well, and he, he had, it was he a had dictator, a good job. military control. I mean, exactly. if you said anything, you exactly. get killed. So. Right, right, exactly. I mean, and I, he was supporting Sunnis because, you know, he was, he was a Sunni. So in some himself. ways, it was a whole lot better off before we even went in. Because at least um, there was balance with Iran. Yes. Well, and they had water and electricity and... Yeah, well, you know, spotty, or, but... Weren't waking up to... But then again, you know, people were getting chipper shredded and, I mean, you know... <laughs> You Where talked about that coming from. You talked about it last week, right? Uh, two weeks ago, chipper yeah. shredder business was oh. was taken off in the old days. I mean, you know, it's better now. So, you know, I'm not really sure how many people got killed during you know Saddam Hussein's regime. I'm not really sure. Uh, we hear a lot of the stories, but do you think that is compatible with with the what number is, what of <laughs> whatever has happened in right, the last few years? Right, six hundred fifty thousand. That was yeah. the. Um, I'm not sure if Saddam Hussein really. Yeah. Killed that We've almost killed a million people <laughs> right. there. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, we triggered it. Okay, maybe it may be some insurgents that are doing it now, it's but we triggered yeah. the right. whole thing. Yeah. I mean, this is very complicated because then one might argue that even if we've done that, at least you have put the terrorists and all those sorts of things. Everybody's focused on the Middle East, so that's where they're going, that's where they're hanging out. That's well, at least that's going. what we think. Well, that's what we hope. Well, and, and you'd say, well, how do we know that's happening? Because we nothing's happened here, so you can't really prove a negative, but exactly. nothing's happened here, so therefore we must be safer, therefore the strategy must be working. working. And I guess but yeah, we're bankrupting ourselves at the same time. Until something pops well, up. Well, we like are, the, certainly. I mean, you know, more insurgents in the UK, more insurgents in France, more, I mean, they start popping up yeah. around the globe. It's just been smaller, and, yes, just not the magnitude to 9-11, but the... The fight but, exists outside the Middle but East. But what's an those. insurgent? I mean, just a disgruntled person who wants to kill people. I mean, anybody could be an insurgent anywhere. Well, as Ronald Reagan right said, one man's insurgent is another man's, one man's freedom free, fighter. One man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist. Terrorists are insurgent. Yeah. I don't remember what... But, yeah, don't, I mean, yeah. you know... Actually, I'm very proud of you to quote the late, great Ronald Reagan. That, that, that tells me a lot about you. Are you, you impressed? That, yeah. You, you could be a Ronald Reagan Republican, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, what a little oh, love-in yeah, yeah, we've created. Yeah, That's uh, fantastic. Actually, I did like Ronald Reagan yes, when I was younger. <laughs> when you were younger and more foolish. <laughs> no. <laughs> when you were more open-minded and passionate Before and weren't so jaded. Before I understood the whole Iran-Contra although situation. We, although we did miss a headline, and I want to go back to this. What? I, I did read the newspaper this week, and I'm, I'm a little ashamed about this, but uh, vegetarians have a higher IQ. And, and I, I, some study came out. This is people who have high IQs. High IQs tend to. Now, do you eat know? And I, and I did hear. Just of course, a this clip was a study that. that was done by a bunch of vegetarians. But well, it, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, who, yeah I wouldn't say who it. made the study. Yeah, but exactly. The second thing too is what's their conclusion? That being a vegetarian makes you more. It was the other way around. That, that you were tended to be smarter, so that you, you tended to be a vegetarian. vegetarian. Right. Yeah, because Lord knows just eating those vegetables wouldn't make anybody smarter. Well, that's, I was going to say, that's a really interesting stretch if they were going there with that. Uh, therefore, I'll never be a vegetarian. Anybody want some bacon? <laughs> Man, so, I want okay, some bacon kind right of now. with Mike here, you know, there's an elephant in the room anywhere you are when we're talking about the Middle East conflict, and that is our continued support of Israel as a country. How much, I mean, you know, wow. honestly on the table... Is this hurting us as a country? Well, I think... Um, from a Middle East perspective. From Middle East, it, it's really hurting because uh, um, there is... If you look at whatever is going on, right? Um, the United States always, unconditionally, right, supports Israel. And, uh, you know, looking at that fact from, from Middle East, for Middle Eastern countries, that definitely is going to, you know. Yeah, hurt. but come on. I mean, you can't be a, a Sunni or a Shiite and say, I'm going to start killing all my neighbors and stuff because Israel is somehow not being kind to the to the Palestinians. I mean, well, I don't it's think some, it's about that. I think it's about being a bully. Sure. I mean, how many times? How many times do you have? have these guys from Al-Qaeda come on TV, you know, as long as America is, or, or the Palestinian brothers are being killed, blah, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, we're is, going that, to... That is a and, slogan. And, 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 you know, it's one of those things of why don't you just focus on your own neighborhood and your own problems in your own country and fix those first and, and kind of go out from there. No, I agree so with you. So it's easy to pick on the United States and Israel as the root of the problem, and until that's fixed, we're going to keep killing people and doing all this stuff. That's a horrible argument. 
I right. mean, it's like that means that you could justify anything, anytime. No, that that shows that we are not objective in solving problems. So we it's are, true. That that is the only problem that I see. I mean, when when you are biased, right, in in your opinion, then you are not really looking at the situation, you know, in an objective way. That's that's the only problem. But just and this is why we can't stay neutral like certain countries have done well, because we, we are s- tied to Israel. But it's the same. But it's but it's a religious issue. Ju- I know. Just, I, just like I, that's it, why I said it's the elephant in the room that nobody I mean, in the United States wants it, to talk about. It's no about. different, right? I mean, it, it, I, I'm sorry. There were millions of Jews killed during too. the Holocaust, Absolutely. and 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 we continue to support that. And we have a religious issue that that supports Israel and Christianity and those sorts of things. And, Maybe we're not always objective because of that. And so, yeah. Well, I just think that as, a, as Americans sitting over here in the world that we live in, being fed snippets of information that we're fed, we don't get the full story, that there's probably more to all of this, these, these thousand years of animosity and issues that we can't even begin to wrap our hands around. So why do we think we're going to be the people that can come in there and help them solve all of these issues and do that in a matter of a couple of years. That is completely unrealistic. Because God told us we should do that. Because I looked him in I the mean, eye. Are we any... I mean, yeah, I mean, because we're no better. Is the, is the no, best. we're not. It's We're no different. We need a religious... We've said this before. We need a religious scholar to come on and help I us know, kind of lay out a lot of that stuff because it's all very tied together and it's all very complicated and, I wish it were easy of, well, why don't we just all get along? It's too bad that, that those ethnic divisions then put us in a position of, of really disliking people to the point of where we want to kill them or wipe them out or move them out. That's that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that that has become a good excuse for Middle Eastern exactly governments. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it's a good excuse for us right. to do the right. things that we do. And, right. and it becomes the crutch. And it's the same thing that we did with the Crusades and all those sorts right. of things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no different. Uh, I, I, this uh, probably could go on for six uh, years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, probably about but I'm, I'm finished. Years, right? I, I, as I look around the table, I see we're finished with our beers. And that and, usually uh, means that we've, we're tapped out. We are. <laughs> Another very place. interesting conversation. It was interesting. I, Mike, you're a, really a fountain of, of information. It's always interesting to learn things. And Thank you. Yeah, gosh. Sure. Yeah, thanks for sitting down your with us on the new show. Absolutely. And, absolutely. And, uh, I enjoyed talking to you. Excellent. And, and that show is, again, once if people want to go to it, listen to yeah, it, where, where they, they can find, find it. Which one? Uh, the TV show. Your show. Oh, TV, your TV show. show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so 9 p.m. on uh, Saturdays. Uh, Channel 11 cable. Okay, very okay. good. 9 p.m. And your Pacific. website, if I remember, it's iraniman.com. Iraniman, right. Dot TV. Dot TV. Iraniman.tv. And uh, our website is beer30live.com, beer30live.com. And now it's coming together, right? The website's got a little shape to it. It's okay. got, it's got a picture of beer. Which is good. Subscribe to our feed. Definitely please. subscribe to our feed and buy our stuff. Our t-shirts are yeah, starting the t-shirts to come in. Rock. I got my t-shirt. Beer Thirty Life. Smart people drink beer. It's, yes, they uh, do. Uh, we got our Spend. first round. So subscribe to the show. Buy our stuff. You can find links to uh, uh, all of us and all of our shows so far on the website. And uh, send us good. your comments. Your absolutely. Please do get a hold of us directly. Uh, it, Let Mary, us know if there's a topic you want to. Have us discuss. Yeah, because Lord so knows, may... I mean, hitting about mid January, we're out of ideas, so we could use all the help <laughs> we could get. Uh, When's the porn star? <laughs> yeah, we're working on that. I'm still, I'm still uh, focused on that. You can find us at Pete, Mary, or Jamie at beer30live.com, or if you just want to write the show at beer30live.com, you will find us. 
And uh, next week, we've got a uh, holiday show we're putting, trying to put together. Yes, we do. Uh, we will be back here thanks to the Ram in Lake Oswego, Oregon. Thanks, everybody. It's a nice place. Good view, good beer. Yep. Good Great. Atmosphere. I mean, half-price appetizers. Can't oh, beat it. The, uh, the folks here that help us out, too, that so nice. really, really good people. They and, are and, awesome. And honestly, this is a shameless plug, but this is a great place. Come it hang is. out. Yeah. It's very Portland. Yeah. Very Portland. I'm going to go swimming right in that river right up there. <laughs> yeah, you're going to glow <laughs> go for, for it. Go for it. Yeah, we get the video on that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for joining Thank in Beer 30 Live. We're out. Oh my gosh. Okay, Good Lord, I, I walked right into please. Coyote Ugly. Someone else, please interview me. <laughs> Someone Have two you? Beers. Hey, I'm from the Midwest. You know how we drink in the Midwest? Give me one too. You do a bottle of beer and four I'm just going to make you share with Mary. <laughs> so, okay, in our new little plan, we start, we start off and then we introduce guests and then we do headlines, right? That's right. Okay. I feel like I just got scolded a little bit. No. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you feel that way. It was just... Did you notice the finger wag? I did. <laughs> and then we're going to do this. And then we're going to do that. <laughs> Who do you think ran the playground? <laughs> oh, Mary's bringing over her Barbies. Ew. And you do this, and you do that. Okay, I was a little in charge when I was young. <laughs> when you were in